Welcome to the Real Estate Survival Guide, the show that teaches realtors how to create a thriving real estate business. Welcome to today's episode of the Real Estate Survival Guide podcast. I'm your host, John Shookman, and I am so thankful to have you with me for today's episode. A huge thank you to Jennifer Harshman and Harshman Services for sponsoring today's podcast episode. I'm so thankful for the team at Harshman Services for being a part of helping my business and for sponsoring the podcast. Let's jump into today's episode. Welcome to today's episode. So excited to have you guys with me. Excited for a fun show today and a fun week here on the podcast. So today we are talking about investors versus dollars, and we will jump into it in a second. But um, we're going to talk about the differences in businesses and business models and business practices between Chick-fil-A and McDonald's. I can't believe, guys, after how much I talk about Chick-fil-A, this is the first episode of the entire podcast actually about Chick-fil-A and their business model. And actually, we will continue talking about Chick-fil-A and their business model all week. We will uh, have an awesome interview on Wednesday with Brad Burkholder, my brother-in-law, who's a Chick-fil-A operator, has a ton of great leadership advice and lessons. And I'm so excited to share that interview with you guys. And we will also talk on Friday about another lesson from uh, Chick-fil-A and uh, McDonald's. But yeah, there's a few different companies that I've kind of thought about and enjoyed, you know, watching how they do business for a while. One of them certainly has been Chick-fil-A from my previous career there and just watching the success they have. And there's a lot of lessons with some of these businesses like Chick-fil-A, Starbucks, Peloton, and, and, you know, and many others where there are great real estate lessons. So again, Chick-fil-A is one of those, and we're going to jump into it this week. I'm sure there's going to be, like I said, some more throughout the year and some more lessons from different businesses and kind of have like case studies and see how we can apply some of those lessons of success to real estate. So let's jump into it today, talking about investors versus dollars. And we're going to talk about the way to own a Chick-fil-A versus the way to own a McDonald's. So I've said this before, and you guys know I'm a big fan of Chick-fil-A, spent a few years working there. You guys know it didn't work out for me, but I had previously dreamed of becoming a Chick-fil-A operator. It just was not the right fit, didn't work out at a few Chick-fil-A locations, but that's okay. Learned a lot along the journey, got into banking after that, uh, spent time at a few couple different banks, then got into real estate, but still love Chick-fil-A, love the company, love a lot of the people there, like Brad, like my friend Jonathan, um, and I probably know dozens of operators, and I'm so proud of everything that they're really doing to serve people, teach people leadership skills, lots of cool stuff. But today, I want to talk to you about the process you go through to become a Chick-fil-A owner-operator compared to the process you go through to own a McDonald's. So if you want to own a Chick-fil-A, um, I'd love for you guys to think in your head how much you need to invest to own a Chick-fil-A, okay? So how much do you think the initial investment is to become a Chick-fil-A operator? Okay, you got it. Now I want you to think about how much you would need to own a McDonald's, okay? So how much do you need to own a McDonald's? Think about that, okay? So let's jump into it. So to own a McDonald's, you have to have $500,000 in liquid assets 
and you have to pay a $45,000 franchise fee. Um, and you also will pay anywhere between $1.3 to $2.3 million. The you know higher number, the 2.3, is you know kind of a completely new McDonald's franchise, right? So a whole new building and everything. Um, but if it's an existing McDonald's location and maybe you're just taking over there, it's $1.3 million. Uh, okay, so you kind of know we went backwards. You kind of know what you need to own a McDonald's. Now let's go back to Chick-fil-A. So what do you guys think you need to have, you know, liquid assets and money to own a Chick-fil-A if uh, McDonald's is, you know, 500000 in liquid assets, 45000 franchise fee, and then anywhere in that $1.3 to $2.3 million. All right, you got it? So here is the difference, and this is what we're going to talk about today. So to become a Chick-fil-A operator, uh, it's definitely different than McDonald's. You have to go through uh, the Chick-fil-A program the way they want you to go through, but the initial investment is only $20,000. I bet a few of you are shocked that it's $20,000 compared to um, somewhere in the millions uh, for McDonald's. Now, again, Chick-fil-A is franchisee, so they own the real estate, they own the building, they own the land, um, and then you kind of split profits with Chick-fil-A. Um, so in terms of profit, it is a little different, but I want to focus on the initial investment to get in what you need to get in. So 1.3 to 2, you know, somewhere in that range, or $20,000. As you can see, like we talked about from the title, um, I've often studied why is it so hard to own a McDonald's and also why is it so hard to own a Chick-fil-A for two different reasons, and we'll get into that more in a second. And what I have found, what I believe to be true, is the leaders versus investors. So what does McDonald's want? They want dollars. They want capital. What does Chick-fil-A want? They want leaders. I'm not going to tell you one strategy is right or wrong. I certainly believe the Chick-fil-A model makes sense, and we'll share about that more this week. You'll hear Brad's story, and then we'll talk about it more on Friday. But to own a McDonald's, you need money, and to become a Chick-fil-A operator, you need to be a leader. Um, I have often said Chick-fil-A is looking for leaders. McDonald's is looking for dollars. Neither is necessarily bad or good but it just shows you the difference in how the two run their operations and run their business. Another huge difference between Chick-fil-A and McDonald's is with McDonald's, you know, you, you, you put the money out, you have the money, that's all they really care about. They don't care if you're in the restaurant, they don't care if you're there with your people, they don't really care as long as the business is running. Chick-fil-A is different. Chick-fil-A looks for leaders. When you become a Chick-fil-A operator, they expect you to work full-time in the restaurant. They don't want this as like, you know, one of your, if you want a McDonald's, this can be, you know, two million here, two million there, two million there, all over the place. Chick-fil-A, it's not like that. You can't work another primary job, primary income. With Chick-fil-A operators, it is their full-time job. Now, you'll hear from Brad on Wednesday, sometimes in a mall unit, that could mean you're working 60, 70, 80 hours a week. Other people, you know, once you kind of are in a freestanding unit and have a great team around you, that could be 20 to 30 hours a week, but it was still Chick-fil-A being your full-time job, primary income, and that's where you're spending the majority of your working hours. 
So people that own Chick-fil-A's, they're not out there moonlighting another job, working night shifts at a restaurant, working night shifts at Target, Walmart, whatever it is. Chick-fil-A is their primary job and their full-time thing. It's been very interesting for me seeing these models. And again, I'm not saying which one's bad, which one's good, but just seeing the difference. You know, Chick-fil-A looking for leaders. Um, I remember when I thought I was going to, you know, become a Chick-fil-A operator or that was the dream. I remember looking at Chick-fil-A's leadership development program and realizing that you have to do things Chick-fil-A's way. So, uh, you know, to go to become an operator with Chick-fil-A, absolutely, it's that initial investment, but they want you to, you know, go through their program, right? They have an internal program called the Leadership Development Program, IM program. Um, And when you go through that, you know, if I would have applied for that program as an internal Chick-fil-A employee, you get sent all over the country. Brad did this. Jonathan did this. They'll send you all over um, and help at different locations. So do grand openings, um, send you to various spots to help with things. So when I was working in Pittsburgh for my friend Corey, uh, Corey went to a new restaurant to open it. And uh, a few interim managers came in there. One of them being Jonathan before I moved back to the Berks County area. And Jonathan was a corporate employee kind of there at that restaurant to kind of keep it running smoothly until the, um, until a permanent operator was put in there. And sometimes I remember people in the IM program that I knew, sometimes they would be at an assignment for two weeks. Sometimes they would be at an assignment for two months, two years. It really was up to corporate Chick-fil-A, you know. I, again, my Chick-fil-A career didn't work out, but me and, you know, Valerie had kind of processed if it would have, right? What would that look like, right? You're traveling all over the country. What would that look like with a family? So when I met Jonathan, right, he was, you know, they had actually just had a baby, their second child came to Pittsburgh um, and just kind of held down the fort at that restaurant, ran it as if it were their own. I think there were three or four different IMs, uh, interim managers during my final few months there because they just can kind of switch over that often. But Jonathan would come in, right? He's given the staff that's left that, that weren't you know, kind of taken to the new location. He runs it as if it's his store, um, even though it's a corporate run store. And he kind of, you know, maintains it for the next operator. The other difference to kind of look at between Chick-fil-A and McDonald's, I don't know how many people apply for McDonald's and get in. Um, I couldn't find data on that, but I do know that, you know, as long as you have the money, they'll take you. That's the difference. Chick-fil-A, again, looking for leaders. Um, And it's actually much easier to get into Harvard than it is to become a Chick-fil-A operator. The latest data I had was from 2020, so this could be a little outdated, but you get the point. Um, so Harvard admits uh, basically 1,900 students out of 61,000 plus applicants. So about 3.2% of the students that apply get in. Again, don't have numbers necessarily on McDonald's, but with Chick-fil-A, it certainly differs and is very hard. Um, so according to stats I looked at from 2021, they only open about 75 to 80 new franchises per year because they're building it all in cash. Dave Ramsey would be proud. They're slowly building it. But they get, according to research that I found, about 40,000 applicants every year, only about 100 to 150 
get approved. So their acceptance rate is 0.0025, um, which basically makes it one of the hardest franchisers out there. Um, and, and it's very hard to get in, right? They want leaders. They want the best of the best. If you actually look up, there's a there's a guy who I've actually reached out to and haven't heard back. Um, his name is Troy Levine. He is was a former football coach at the University of Houston and then an assistant coach at Purdue University, a D1 football uh, school, and he is now an operator. But again, very, very hard to get in. So you can kind of see the difference, right? Become a Chick-fil-A operator. You go through their program, do it their way. Very hard. McDonald's comes back to if you have the right money. And so in your real estate business, right, you know, maybe this applies to your broker or maybe even, you know, talk about what you value in your business or real estate. Are you trying to grow as a leader and become better? Or are you just that investor that just cares about the money? You don't really care about the real estate skills. And I will say, and you'll hear more about this this week with Brad's story and then it's coming Friday, you know, discussing the hours that Chick-fil-A or McDonald's are open and how they differ. I would lean in my real estate business, and I would encourage you in yours to not just be about dollars, not just be about the quick fix, the money. You want to focus on leadership, right? That's why Chick-fil-A has such a great, amazing business model. They've done a really great job of getting good people. You know, every time you walk in, you get great service. You get people saying, my pleasure. They ask if they can refresh your beverage. And often when you walk into McDonald's, what do you get? I normally get terrible service. Um, they don't have great service. But again, is that because they train differently? Is that because they're worried about, you know, just dollars, not leaders? It could be. You know, I know the, you know, you have to have the money, but I don't know what kind of program they really put people through. But Chick-fil-A, you know, the business model, they get good employees, right? They don't just hire everyone. You know, I remember working at multiple Chick-fil-A's and being in management there. I remember our hiring process. We wanted the best of the best. And so even at 15, 16 years old, all the way up to managers, assistant managers, directors, they went through a pretty rigorous application process and interview process. I still remember, you know, when Jonathan was in Pittsburgh, I was a manager there, helped him, you know, kind of getting the staff up and running before I came back to uh, the east side of Pennsylvania to be with Val. And a lot of people, you know, wondered how we got great staff. Well, they went through an intense interview process, right? They would meet with me. They would meet with another leader. They would have another interview. They would meet with Jonathan. And so even for a 15 and 16-year-old team member, they would get three or four interviews, right? They would sit down with multiple of us, and we would kind of decide if they were a good fit. And if they were, they would sit down with Jonathan. But when you have these this rigorous process, it means you get better employees. It means that the employees stick around. You know, I know it's the food service industry, uh, so it can be hard to keep employees. But, you know, I know that McDonald's does not retain employees as much as well as Chick-fil-A does. And I think it's because of the leadership skills and lessons learned at Chick-fil-A. I didn't really look it up for this episode, but I would bet that Chick-fil-A just retains their employees better, right? They pour into them. They give their leadership skills, um, you know, all sorts of things, right? They're you know, when, when people, at, I remember hiring at Chick-fil-A and I was invested in the success of even a 15 or 16 year old because I was passionate about the business and I wanted them to be passionate about the business. And it's the same thing, 
right, with the operators, when we go back to the leaders versus dollars, with the dollars, you can just be sitting on your couch at home and not really care, you know, but with Chick-fil-A, you have to be involved in the success of your business. You have to be in it full time. And that's why I believe Chick-fil-A and their operators have so much success. So I hope you can think about this in your business. I'm excited to keep talking to you guys about Chick-fil-A this week and the different things that they do there to create success. Um, I hope that this is helpful and I hope that you can think about this in your business and apply these principles so that you can create success as well. So thank you guys for listening. I will talk to you guys on our next episode. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Survival Guide. If you enjoyed this episode, we would appreciate it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes. It helps others discover the show. Thank you so much, and we will see you on the next episode.